0: My name is Audrey Raj and I'm the Asia editor of CityWire and today I have with me John Woods, the Asia-Pacific Chief Investment Officer of Credit Suisse and we are going to be discussing about the digital economy and green technology. John, um, so the digital economy is at the start of development and the global economy is still weak and a return to pre-pandemic GDP can take years. Which economies do you think will make the most digital progress given this backdrop?
1: Thank you, Audrey. Uh, It's a great question. And and if I may, I'd just like to make a few um, preliminary comments uh, about um, the rollout of uh, digitization. Um, The trend clearly remains strong. The proliferation of devices connected to uh, the internet um, is only expanding. uh, And along with it, the uh, need uh, to collect, manage and analyze this fast, growing uh, data set. Um, Not only do we have a need to expand uh, and further invest in cloud computing, uh, but also uh, expanding local uh, computing power close to the edge of a network known as uh, edge uh, computing. Uh, And this is important to capture even more value from uh, data, specifically uh, local data. So edge computing complements uh, cloud computing, particularly in areas where um, a 5G network environment um, that particularly offers low latency uh, transmission rates is uh, required. Um, There are clearly uh, the large companies, um, particularly the fangs, which are rolling out um, a huge amount of uh, uh, investment in um, hyperscale infrastructure. We can only imagine uh, that is uh, likely to continue. Um, And in particular, uh, beneficiaries of that that stand out uh, will be China uh, and uh, the United States. Right now... I would suggest that managing uh, the COVID uh, uh, outbreak uh, remains something uh, of a priority, uh, if you will, a distraction uh, in terms of the uh, rollout of uh, investment uh, in these areas. So those best placed to recover quickest uh, from uh, the virus, I think, will be those which uh, benefit uh, first.
0: at iot for example most sectors have adopted iot to improve productivity but on a company level firms are either engaged or intend to invest in digital technologies but the cost is still high and that comes across as a barrier as well but what is your expectations of how this will unfold going forward what's which sectors or companies should we be paying attention to
1: well we think uh, the auto sector um, will be a major beneficiary um, of this particular space, particularly as autos migrate more towards um, electric, electric vehicle uh, technology. Um, clearly, there's a challenge uh, on the uh, a transmission of uh, this uh, wireless technology uh, that needs to link with um, mobile uh, EV. But uh, particularly, that's uh, an area that we are most focused on.
0: Okay. You know, with... Rising treasury yields, if they have rattled markets, rising yields, treasury yields and tech stocks, what is your expectation for 2021?
1: Well, I have to say that uh, the causes of uh, higher treasury yields um, should be regarded as good problems. Uh, They are a function of growth. They're a function of um, expected uh, stronger demand uh, by uh, economies into the future Uh, 2021 and 2022. In other words, they are good problems. I would be very worried, uh, for example, if yields remained at uh, levels uh, they were six months ago, uh, with growth accelerating to the extent it is, it would signal uh, something very disturbing. Uh, and um, unbalanced about the economy. But we're seeing stronger growth, we're seeing higher yields, and I think that's uh, all to be expected. Now, you mentioned technology, and I think it's an important point. Um, such is the, uh, the discounted um, cash flow uh, phenomena of technology, uh, their value tends to improve when interest rates are low. Uh, In other words, in a low rate, low growth environment, uh, growth stocks, specifically technology, tend to outperform. Of course, this is not the case right now. We are seeing uh, growing expectations of economic expansion uh, and indeed uh, inflation. Uh, And as such, we are seeing a repricing of interest rate expectation by the market and subsequently a rotation into value. Um, It's a good thing again uh, we're seeing uh, those sectors most impacted, most battered by the uh, for example Covid recession now uh, recovering sharply um, in particular uh, travel and tourism related sectors but also the financials, um, uh, energy etc.
0: When you look at technology for example investors are prone to look at Asia or the US. But when it comes to green technology, do you think that Europe is taking the lead given its environmental transition?
1: Well, the first thing I'd say is climate change is a global problem that requires a global effort to put uh, global solutions um, into effect. Um, You are right that uh, Europe, and to an extent the United States, is at the forefront of the green technology revolution. Um, I would say probably more broadly developed uh, countries are at the forefront of CO2 uh, reduction um, commitments. Um, I guess you're referring explicitly to uh, the um, EU's announcement uh, for its famous uh, Green New Deal for Europe. This, uh, as we know, um, is a commitment to transition the economy to um, a climate neutral a status by uh, 2015, which is uh, not uh, f- far away in uh, in these sorts of terms, uh, it will pose substantial challenges. There's no uh, doubt about this. Uh, but the cornerstones of the of the deal um, are likely to remain uh, to supply clean, affordable, uh, and um, secure energy uh, to the EU as quickly as possible. Um, The United States uh, transition to um, carbon neutrality, I think, have possibly sidetracked over the last uh, three or four years. But nevertheless, the country has since rejoined um, the Paris Climate Accord under uh, the Biden administration. Uh, And of course, as part of the Build Back Better stimulus infrastructure, um, initiative, which is of an extraordinary two trillion plus dollars in size, we can only uh, imagine the likely impact uh, in a positive way that will have, for, in particular, on um, on transportation infrastructure, which I think is going to, uh, specifically, the EV space, which I think is going to absolutely improve. Uh, the um, the carbon transition. Finally, it's worth pointing out that in September last year, President Xi made a commitment to the United Nations to uh, carbon neutrality uh, for China um, in uh, 2060. Just to remind you, right now, renewables comprise something like uh, 15% of uh, China's total energy mix. Uh, estimates suggest that will need to change to 90%. Um, by uh, 2060, which uh, some believe will equate to a, a, fi- uh, a 15 trillion US dollar uh, cost uh, of this transition. So right around the world, we see um, this migration, this transition to carbon neutrality as being one of the most ambitious uh, and costly uh, I- initiatives since, uh, well, really much since the, since the Second World War. Uh, And of course, there's going to be an absolutely extraordinary dividend um, at the environmental level. Uh, And also, dare I say, from my perspective as a chief investment officer, uh, multi-decadal investment themes also uh, that um, our clients will be keen to explore as part of this uh, massive multi-decadal transition.